I'm Nigel Flynn and this is my story of how my life was turned upside down by a brain injury four years ago. I will tell you how I've been getting on with that and how it wasn't the best brain wave I ever had. Episode 15. You can go your own way. By nightfall I had been recorded, registered and tested, but never by a doctor. I answered many questions, but I was never allowed to ask any. I was grateful to be back home, which was a fact that the Northern Ireland Health Service were keen to remind me of. I'm sure that the flight from Edinburgh to Belfast didn't require me to cross any time zones, but once again I had lost all sense of time. It didn't help that I was in some strange time plan, which avoided me attending any communal dining room. Meals arrived on trays at irregular times of the day. I became concerned that it was all part of some dastardly plan to keep me sufficiently confused before they could dispose of the body. Yes, I was back on the strong drugs again. Eventually, after a visit by a disinterested doctor, I started to receive fentanyl via two skin patches on either side of my neck. I didn't know enough to complain or even refuse. When questioned, would you like any pain relief? What are you expected to say? I was tired, I was in pain. I didn't know where I was. Of course I'll take whatever a doctor offers. But fentanyl is an opiate, which makes the prescribing doctor the next best thing to a drug dealer. To be fair to him, even if he had explained the full consequences of this drug, I would most likely have still said yes, please. So I was settled into my new regime. What was next? I didn't really care as long as I got to sleep and continued to wake up after each sleep. Days and nights passed as I felt I was back where I had started. I began to receive more visitors as I was now more accessible and within 50 miles of most of my friends and family. I was pleased to speak to a few cousins and relatives who I hadn't seen for a long time. They all seemed to visit at night or maybe the lights were on the blank. I think it was late one night but I could be wrong when I received a visit from a young Indian doctor who explained that she was a psychiatrist and was very interested to hear about my near-death experience. I was wide awake and very willing to chat, so we talked for a long time, as I remember it, and she was very helpful in allaying many of my fears. She explained about the statistical chances of my recovery and the uniqueness of my condition. She talked about the new normal and the way I needed to start approaching my future. I never saw her again, but I wish I had her, or maybe I never really met her in the first place. I think I only stayed in Nottingham for a week, which is more than enough time to stay in Nottingham in any circumstances. I was given a choice of where I wanted to go next, as if I had any hospital league tables in which to base my decision. But in that week, things changed about the way I thought about my life. I don't know if it was the drugs or the knowledge that I was back where I grew up, but my attitude started to change. Maybe I was starting to accept that new normal or maybe Antrim just has that effect on people. Maybe my nighttime discussion with the cute Indian psychiatrist was the cathartic moment of self-reflection. I need it. I imagine that many people might consider this time to have been some kind of spiritual experience, but I'm pretty sure disorientation and hard drugs were more to blame. This has been my own production on Anchor. All rights and permissions are reserved by Nigel Flynn Media.
A written version of all 35 episodes is available in print via Amazon. I'd like to thank Mel McCart for letting me use his original music, Paddy McGill for helping me with the graphics, and Elaine Rowe for giving me the original idea. You can find me on Twitter on at Nigel underscore Flynn.